Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. Let's create your dream life while living your dream life. Okay, love? Hi, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read on Instagram at Wholehearted Coaching, or you can get the full post plus journal prompts when you sign up for my email list. You can do that in the show notes, or you can head to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. So today's episode is for anyone who has an idea, a dream, something that they really want to pursue, but they keep talking themselves out of it. They keep talking themselves out of it because they're afraid that they're going to make a mistake, that they're going to fail. They're terrified of taking the next step. So today we're talking all about resistance, right? That resistance that you feel when you have an amazing idea, that resistance you feel when you want to embark on something that means a lot to you. The truth is, no matter how much you want to do something, no matter how clear you are on what that thing is, you are going to get in your own way. And in fact, the more you want to do something, the more you're going to get in your own way. So we can't talk about going after our dreams if we also don't talk about what is keeping us from following through. Now, resistance shows up in a lot of different ways, procrastination, indecisiveness, self-sabotage, perfection, imposter syndrome. There's a really long list, but we have to understand that these are all just symptoms. They are symptoms of fear. They're manifestations of our fear, right? So many times we get hard on ourselves because we're like, why am I delaying? Why am I going back and forth? Love, that isn't a character flaw. You're human. That is a manifestation of your fear, whether that's fear of failure, uncertainty, judgment, starting all over. This list also goes on as well. Fear is what is holding you back. Talking about and learning about resistance is such an important part of going after our dreams. And this is a huge part of the work that I do with my clients, whether it's one on one or in a group setting, right? Working on resistance is what allows us to go towards. So for the last two weeks, each episode of the podcast has been dedicated to one of my modules in my online course, Inner Compass, the course. Inner Compass shows you how to create dreams again, dreams that are so rooted in who you are and who you're becoming. And it shows you how to go after those dreams in a way that is easy, joyful, and effective, right? Getting shit done, but with joy and ease as your anchor. This course is all of the tools and lessons that have changed the lives of my clients, culminated into an online course. Truly, everything you find in Inner Compass, the course, is something that has changed the lives of others. And I have seen so many lives transformed because of Inner Compass, the course. So this summer, starting on June 11th, I am teaching the course live as part of my Inner Compass virtual summer camp. I am going to be guiding you through this work personally. It's going to be an incredibly intimate and special experience. 
So instead of you just doing the work by yourself alone, I am going to be there with you. We're going to have some special guests and an amazing online community to support, inspire, and cheer you on. You can find out more about the course by going to the show notes or heading to wholehearted-coaching.com slash inner compass. We start on June 11th. So there are five modules in the course and for five weeks, I am giving you a sneak peek into what we do on the podcast. So we are now on week three and week three in the module is all about resistance. And to me, the resistance module in the course is the most important because resistance is always going to be part of the journey, right? Those feelings of being unsure, scared, hesitant, right? And if we don't learn how to navigate these moments in a healthy way, we can never truly reach our dreams. Or if we do reach them, it's often in a really unhealthy way and we can't sustain our dreams. I knew when I created Inner Compass the Course that this resistance module had to be part of it. Because as a coach, I know it doesn't matter how many tools I give you. If you do not know how to navigate your fear, then all those tools are useless. I believe what's even more important than creating a plan of action to realize our dreams is creating a plan of action for when resistance pops up along the way. So while I want you to dream big, which is what we talked about in last week's episode, right? How to start dreaming again in those bold, limitless ways. I want you to also learn how to have a relationship with resistance, a healthy relationship. I want you to have better tools to navigate it. And that's what we do in Inner Compass, the course. And that is why the participants of Inner Compass, the course, not only create dreams, but reach those dreams because they have the tools that we're going to be talking about today and also the tools that we explore in the course. Now, in Inner Compass, the course, we tackle the fear of uncertainty, right? How am I going to do this? What's going to happen? The fear of the not enoughs, right? That feeling of never being enough or having enough. And in today's episode, we're talking about fear of failure. There's a whole lesson in Inner Compass, the course on fear of failure. And I honestly think that fear of failure or fear of making mistakes is one of our biggest fears. So in today's episode, we're going to be getting deep about failure, and I'm going to give you a reframe that's going to completely shift how you see and approach failure, and also a framework for how to fail. And I call this my fail better action plan. So before we dive in, I want to remind you, right, that every podcast episode this month also has a companion worksheet. These worksheets help you dive deeper into what we're talking about in the episode. So to get those worksheets, get on my email list, right? You can go to the show notes or my website. And at the end of every episode, you can listen to a former Inner Compass participant share about their experience in the course. And you'll really want to listen to this interview if you're someone who is holding on to a dream but delaying because of fear. My interview with Lisa is going to show you what's possible when you have the Inner Compass tools. Lisa has done some amazing things since completing the course. All right, so let's get into today's Mindset Monday. It reads, Failure and success are one and the same. 
because failure means that you are one step closer to where you want to be. The opposite of failure isn't succeeding. The opposite of failure is never trying, never putting yourself out there, never going after your desires. The opposite of failure is staying right here, love. So we were all sold a big old lie when they told us that making a mistake, failing, is the worst thing that could ever happen to us, right? To go after something that we truly desire and for it to not happen. And because of this lie that this is the greatest pain of all, we all navigate our lives trying to avoid failure, right? We make decisions where avoiding failure is our North Star, right? We're talking about inner compass. And for so many of us, our North Star is just don't make a mistake. Don't fail, (laughs) right? Is that resonating for you? Because that resonated for me for so long. My North Star was, okay, you can do whatever you want to do, but just don't make a mistake, which meant that I really wasn't doing what I actually wanted to do. Honestly, I think one of the biggest factors that keeps us from listening to ourselves, from trusting ourselves, is our fear of failure, right? Instead of listening to ourselves, we want to make the right decision, the one that's going to ensure success. And so in the process of trying to pick the right thing, we stop listening to what we are trying to tell ourselves. We stall. We listen to other people. We become indecisive and we procrastinate. We're so busy trying to avoid making a mistake or failing that we don't do the things that are truest to ourselves. Love, it is your fear of failure that is so often keeping you from taking the next step, right? And so because we're afraid to fail, we don't do anything. We don't go after our dreams. We don't pursue our desires. And so We stay right here. We stay exactly where we are. A place where we intuitively know deep in our bones is not the place that is meant for us. And to me, this is far worse than failing. Never going after your desires, your dreams, your goals. We have to learn that the opposite of failure isn't success. The opposite of failure is never trying, never putting yourself out there, never going after your desires. In Inner Compass, I define failure as not going after what you desire. I define failure as staying stagnant, not creating momentum, never embarking on what you want most, on what your soul desires. Failure is not listening to your gut, your heart, what your spirit is asking you to do. Because the truth is, failure is a necessity. We have to fail and make mistakes in order to get where we want to be. Failure, making mistakes, this is what creates change and evolution, right? If your dream is something new, something that you've never embarked on before, even in the tiniest way, then that also means you don't fully know what you're doing, right? Embarking on new things means making mistakes, sometimes new mistakes, sometimes old mistakes, but embarking on anything new involves failure. So love, I am here to tell you, you're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. Whatever dream you're choosing for yourself, I know one thing to be true. You will fail at some point. You know that phrase, failure is an option? That's trash. We're changing that. 
Failure is an option. And in fact, it is the only option because failure means that we are trying. We're working towards, we're doing the new and uncomfortable things that could lead to what we desire. This is what I mean when I say that failure and success are one and the same because failure is an indicator that you're one step closer to succeeding, love. You're one step closer to your dream. Failure and success go hand in hand. So instead of trying to avoid failure, right, which means not really doing the things you want to do, how about we accept that failure is part of the process, a necessary part of the process, and instead of trying to avoid it, learn how to fail better. Because the truth is, we've never really been taught how to fail. All we've been taught how to do is avoid it, right? Which leads us further away from what we truly want. So I want to present a reframe of failure for you. So scientists have a word for failure. And that word is data or data, depending where you live. I'm going to say data. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm Canadian, but data. In order for a scientist to find an answer, a solution, a possible cure, they have to conduct hundreds, if not thousands of experiments. Experiments that go wrong until they stumble on the one experiment that works. The one experiment. That's all they need. One that just works. And that's when they find the answer, the solution, the cure. Scientists don't call those experiments leading up to the answer failures or mistakes or that they were wrong. They call them data. Each failed experiment is knowledge, it's wisdom, it's insight, so that the next time they try, they do it differently, armed with greater awareness, right? Knowing what did work, what didn't work, and trying it a different way. It's said that Edison failed a thousand times until he figured out the solution to the light bulb. And when a reporter asked him what it was like to fail a thousand times, he said, I didn't fail a thousand times. The light bulb was an invention with a thousand steps. We have to fail in order to figure it out, in order to get where we want to go, because failure gives us knowledge and wisdom. It teaches us about the next step we need to take. We really can't figure out that next step so often until we fail. I say this often, but love, we don't make mistakes. We just make discoveries. And so if we reframe our idea around failure and mistakes in this way, that on the other side of any decision we make or any step we take is a discovery, then we realize there is no right or wrong. There is no failure or success. There is just growth, insight, and wisdom. Now listen, some of our discoveries are going to be painful, right? I can't sit here in all honesty and say, you know, every discovery is going to be just a wonderful experience. No, 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 no. There there will be some discoveries that are very painful. But I know that on the other side of some of our most painful moments is also growth. Let's be honest. Some of the greatest growth we've experienced is often due to a quote unquote mistake. Some of our greatest insights and wisdom comes from our quote unquote wrong decisions. Love, when faced with a decision, we think we only have two options, right and wrong. But what if we saw only one option, the true option? Growth. Growth, discovery, data, wisdom, whatever you want to call it, it all propels you forward, forward to what you most desire. So now that you're starting to maybe question and reframe your beliefs on failure, Let's talk about my fail better action plan, okay? This teaches you how to fail better. 
Now there are three F's. The first F is feel the feels. The second is find the growth. And the third is fail a lot. So let's talk about each of these. One, feel the feels. A lot of the times when we fail, we feel like we have to just move on, get over it or suck it up. We're taught that there's no space and time to process our feelings because we need to stay in action. We need to keep going after our goals. And while this is well-meaning advice, it's harmful because if we don't process the pain of failure in a healthy way, it stays with us, right? Our emotions are just energy vibrations moving through us. And if we don't channel that energy properly, they manifest in the most destructive ways towards others, but more often than not towards ourselves. Love, you are allowed to have feelings about failing. This is your dream, right? So you're probably sad, hurt, disappointed. You are allowed to have those feelings and more. So give yourself the time and space to properly feel the feelings. Now we're going to talk about this in depth in next week's episode, how we can feel the feels, how we can find that beautiful space of not ignoring what we're feeling and also not staying there for a really long time and ruminating in those feelings, right? Next week's episode is going to be all about that. But one of the biggest keys is to tap into our compassion when we are trying to feel the feels, our self-compassion. So two questions I ask myself when I'm like really judging myself for, you know, failing is I ask myself, what would a loving friend or family member say to me in this moment? And what would a loving friend or family member do for me in this moment? And I write those things down and I try to reciprocate them towards myself. So the second step now, find the growth. So we talked about finding the growth when we discussed reframing our relationship with failure and seeing them as opportunities for growth, for discovery. Now, the one disclaimer I'm gonna offer here is take your time. So often we try and find the wisdom, the growth before we've processed the feelings, before we process what's really happened. And sometimes you're gonna find the wisdom in a matter of days. Other times it's gonna take years. Only you know when you are ready to find the growth or the insight or wisdom hits you one day, right? So just be patient, honor the process. The wisdom is going to come. Thich Nhat Hanh says, if you can learn from your mistakes, then you have already transformed the garbage into a flower for your own joy, for the joy of your ancestors, for the joy of the future generations. All right, so now we're moving on. And again, I'm going through this really quickly, but if you really wanna truly learn how to do this, I encourage you to check out Inner Compass, the course. But now we're at the final step, which is fail a lot. Now there are two reasons why this step is so important. One, listen, you're never gonna be desensitized to failure, but the more you fail, the more you learn that it's not always as painful as you imagine. And if it is, you will prove to yourself that you know how to handle it. And the second reason why I say fail a lot is that you're going to come to understand that failure just means you're trying. It means that you're one step closer. It means that the next step you take could be the one. Remember? Channeling Edison, right? He had no idea that failure 999 was going to lead to the light bulb, but he knew that he was closer and closer. The three F's allow you to navigate failing, making mistakes, and And, you know, quote unquote, bad decisions with compassion, wisdom, and resilience. Love, you're going to fail. 
You're going to fail. And you know what? I'm so excited that you're going to fail because that means you are trying. You are discovering. You are transforming. You are growing. In the worksheet that you can get when you sign up for my email list, you will find prompts and exercises from this lesson for this podcast episode. You're going to do exercises that allow you to help with the reframe, how to explore the three F's. So you can get that worksheet by signing up for my email list. I want to end with these reminders on failure from Adrienne Marie Brown. She says, If you tell a story without the mess and failures, the iterations, I don't trust the success and lessons. If you hide your mistakes, you'll never be known. Everyone makes mistakes. What matters are the steps you take to learn the lessons. Be humbled, laugh, own your shit, stay in your dignity, and make new mistakes. New failures means new adventures, love. So if you are ready to fail in a more loving way, if you are ready to fail towards the life you are dreaming of, I hope you join us for Inner Compass, the course this summer. You can find out more by heading to the show notes or going to wholehearted-coaching.com slash inner compass. Now, stay tuned for my interview with Lisa, a former Inner Compass graduate. She is someone who came to the course with big dreams, but lots of resistance. And during our time together, she transformed her resistance into momentum. I am so excited to introduce you to Lisa. Lisa did Inner Compass with us last summer, and she is someone who has this incredible mission And watching her kind of really step into this mission and magnify this mission has been a true privilege and honor for me. And so, Lisa, I want you to talk a little bit about yourself, whatever you want to share with us. But I I I cannot tell the audience enough. Like, I love the work that Lisa does and I just love the human that Lisa is. So, Lisa, tell us about yourself. Well, that's quite the introduction, to, <laughs> but thank you. It's true. I'm kind of late in life to this figuring out what you want to do. I mean, it feels late in life because that's kind of the story that I have been telling myself, but I think it was this journey I needed to take. I am about five years ago, got really into like the health and fitness aspect and dive deep into that. And then realized about three years in that I wasn't happy. I was teaching classes, doing training, but it really kind of dived deeper into the yoga aspect of it and that there was something missing in me and in other women that I saw. So my mission really became, how can I empower women to love themselves enough as they are now so that they take care of themselves in a way that brings them joy? Because I saw too many people coming into the gym as a have to. As I should be doing this, I should be eating this way, I should, I should, just shooting themselves to death and not enjoying one minute of anything. And I got sick of doing that (laughs) and decided, hey, why can't I use my experience to help other women navigate this area where it feels very much, unless you're pursuing weight loss, unless you're pursuing this ideal, you're not doing it enough and you're not doing it right. And I wanted there to be a a more joy-filled way to pursue health and fitness. 
What an incredible mission. I love it so, so much. And Lisa, what was your kind of, um, I guess, relationship like with that mission? Because before we kind of connected, especially through Inner Compass, it felt like this was like a baby dream or it was a dream, but like it wasn't being taken. I don't want to say seriously because you were very serious about it. But it was the way that you kind of stepped into it that really kind of like blew my mind over these last like this last year of watching you do that. Can you tell us about that? That little voice of who am I to do this? Because it's a it's a populated space, health and fitness. It is not my place to talk about like body positivity necessarily, because that is really for fat bodies. And I I still have a lot of thin privilege. So it was trying to navigate this very interesting point where I'm like, I know I have stuff to say. I know I can help women, but who am I to do this? And then I happened upon a a messaging coach and she really kind of helped me. I am a soul and heart driven messenger and I am, I am never going to be in your face about that. And so that was my first step of being like, Oh, so I can start to embrace these things that I thought were a negative and turn them and use them for a positive. Because I had not seen any of that represented to me that there might be a different way that I could be a leader in this space. And so it was very much, it felt a little like a pipe dream for a lot of years where it's like, yeah, I want to do this, but so does a hundred other people. And Why would anybody want to pay me money to talk about this stuff, even though I know (laughs) that my wisdom and my knowledge can help them? And I, I always fall down this loop of if I get that next certification, then I'm going to be really ready. And I think some of it felt like this case of until I'm 100% ready, I can't take that first step. And so it was always this, well, let me get that next certification and then I'll be ready. And then you'll see something else and I'll be like, oh, But if I hit this and there was never going to be a time I was going to start. And that's where I had to get to was like, I was always going to be chasing that next thing so that I could delay taking the bold step of just doing the thing. (laughs) So what attracted you to doing Inner Compass the Chorus? What was it about it that you were like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to invest in myself and I'm going to do this work with Sharon. I think I had finally gotten to that space where. I realized I couldn't do it anymore on my own. That as many more books as I was going to read or any YouTube videos I was going to watch, I had hit that plateau of where I could go alone. And anybody who hires a coach knows that it is really important to trust that they have your best interest at heart. And I probably, I don't know how long I've been kind of creeping (laughs) on you on Instagram, but I think that you have to, because of the way you show up, I felt very comfortable being like, Hey, I think she probably knows what she's doing. (laughs) No shade about that. But I, I think it is very much the relationship that you can create with people. And With when we started this, it was kind of like the beginning ish of like shutdown. And I was like, you know what? If I'm not going to be able to go anywhere, then I'm dedicating this year to working on me, to like really working on me because 
I was just ready. I think a lot of it was just like hitting the end of the line and not in like a desperate way. It was this way of, I want more. There's more that I can give. There's more I can do. There's more in me, but I need help and support. And I think knowing that there's others who are kind of in that same boat as you in the community aspect were really the huge pieces of why I'm like, now's the time. Yeah. So this summer, I'm like relaunching that live version of Intercompass that we did where we had, you know, the two calls a month and we had, you know, we have the online community together and what was transformational, just, just your general thoughts of like doing an online course. Cause sometimes doing an online course, they're great. Like the course in and of itself stands alone. It's wonderful. However, having a community changes things. What kind of change, what did that give you? Somebody's aha triggers something in somebody else. It may not be that same thing. And often it wasn't, but it was like this awakening. You're like, I had not seen it that way. So I can reinterpret that in my situation and in my life. And then sometimes it was just the space to like cry to like that big, ugly cry and just have a circle of women who are like virtually hugging you. You're in the center and you're just surrounded by love. And on the other side of that, there is nothing that compares to just having a room full of Zoom women virtually clapping for you and lifting you up. So it works in that way too, where it's like having those people to celebrate your ahas, to celebrate your wins because you have to do both sides. You can't just look at the bad. There's going to be that icky part that you go through. <laughs> but when you get to that other side to just look at it, like you're on the other side of the river and you just have all of these women with their arms open saying like, you can do this. We are here for you. And you make it across and you're like, celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I love that sound effect. Um, That's exactly what it feels like. Uh, Lisa, tell me what were some of the things in the course, the lessons or the worksheets, the concepts that for you, you look back now and you're like, oh, that was that really shifted things or that that transformed things for me. What were some of the things in the course that you really loved or, or still takeaways for you? I think there was a failure aspect to it because that was usually what was holding me back was that was probably besides like a confidence issue, there was a failure issue where it was like, if I do this and I fail, um, I don't like this feeling. And I have done, I had done a really good job in my life up to that point of choosing the safe option where failure was minimized, if at all non-existent and kind of building my life around that. But it was a this way of giving myself permission to reimagine and to look at failure in a way that wasn't about me morally as a person, but it was about what information am I getting from this? What can I take from this lesson and use it to change my course if that's what I need to do? Or what can I do differently next time? So, I mean, it's still something that I'm, I struggle with. I don't, it's like this whole journey. It's never like an end destination endpoint. I don't think you ever get to this point where you're not afraid of failure, you're not afraid of trying that next new thing. But I have the tools now to talk to myself. I'm like, 
is this like legitimate danger or is this, you know, that story, that ego, that voice telling you, um, we don't do this. <laughs> Cause I think, you know, especially remembering you from, I mean, we've known each other now like a year almost is I think you were someone to me who struck me as someone who wasn't at a loss for dreams. Like you, 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 like you had the dreams, whether you were like writing them in Sharpie, like you're probably writing them in like a faint pencil, you know, <laughs> like well, we weren't in the Sharpie phase yet, but like you were writing them faintly in pencil. And I just remember I was like, oh, this is just, there's resistance. There is like the not enoughs that you like. So this is the, the lessons in the course where we talk about like the not enoughs where you think I have to get one more certification or the fear of failure. Like I'm going to make a mistake. How am I going to do all this? And I saw you, I have seen you navigate those with such self-awareness knowing, oh, this is what's popping up. Like you said, it's not like they go anywhere then being able to apply the tools for, okay, well, what's next, you know, like this is here, but like, what's next for me and what are the shifts or changes that you've seen in your life now? Well, I think you said it right away is like the self-awareness. I kind of felt like I was fairly self-aware, but no, I was not. I had very much rose colored glasses as to what was going on. And I think now it's the tools to be like, okay, I realize this is happening, but I'm not judging it. And I think that's a big piece that we get ourselves tangled up in is that we notice something and then all of a sudden we go straight into that judgment mode. I'm like, well, now I'm a bad person because I did this or I'm a failure because I didn't do that. I'm like, it's just an awareness about these are habits I've been building for 44 years. They're not going to change in a couple of weeks, but because I know now that it's not because I'm a terrible person, it's just, these are the habits I have formed. Now is my chance to stop it in its path. Be like, we're choosing something different because we don't do this anymore. And that's the biggest thing is just telling myself that we don't dream small anymore. Um, we, you know, I always thought there's a lot of me that was too much and it wasn't, it was just that I was not big enough yet. The container that was me was not big enough to hold all of this and it's growing. And so it's like that potted plant where it's like, okay, you start in one pot, you get a little bit more knowledge, you get a little bit more awareness, you do some of the work. So you have to go to a little bigger pot. So you're, I think you're just always up leveling that container that you're in. And I'm excited to see what the next container looks like. Cause there's still more for me to do. Oh, Lisa. Oh my gosh. So many like nuggets of wisdom in what you just shared. I hope whoever's listening wrote those down. Lisa also, I mean, I'm going to have you on the podcast again because Lisa finished Inner Compass with me and then went on to do Wholehearted Woman, which is my more intimate um, group coaching program that has one-on-one -on -one calls with me as well. So you're going to be back. Just know that for Wholehearted Woman, because I have seen this transformation in you. And again, transformation isn't about those like big things on external. It's really how we think of ourselves and hold ourselves and experience life. But for me, a culmination of all of this was you being on TV, yeah, talking loudly and very proudly and very much so as a leader about your work. Can you tell us about the Lisa who showed up on national TV? Well, it was local TV, but it was what I mean, <laughs> let's call it national because I got to 
see it. And it, it, it was on TV. She was on TV. I mean, it's so scary to go on news. I've done it before and it's you have this short amount of time and they're, it's just very scary. It's live. Tell us about that, Lisa. That Lisa was very much like, oh my gosh, yes, you're asking me. Why would you not be asking me? Lisa, before even in her compass would have been like, I think you've got the wrong number. (laughs) (laughs) And I would have been a nervous wreck in the time leading up to the interview. And I think my biggest shift was um, I have a group of women friends and we have kind of just created this group where we support each other. And I messaged them right before. I'm like, I don't need luck because I've got this. I just want all of your good energy that the message that I need to say today is the message that is put out there. So it wasn't about luck. I knew my stuff. I knew what I was talking about. And then to get there and be calm and cool and not have this like out of body experience and remember every single moment and then to rewatch it and be like, dang, (laughs) I actually sounded like the coach I know I am. I sounded like the professional I am. And I'm like, and then they asked me back for a second interview. And so I'm like, okay. And I remember telling, really? I didn't know that. When is that going to happen? Is it coming up? No, it happened a couple of weeks ago. What? When did you post that? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. I need to go deep into your Instagram. That's amazing, Lisa. So the second, tell us about the second time. But I remembered. But I remember telling my dad, he's like, well, you didn't get a bunch of clients out of it. I'm like, no, what I would really like out of this was to be asked back a second time. And then literally a couple of weeks later, I get this email saying, hey, we want to talk about goals. Do you want to come on and talk about this? I'm like, yes, I will. (laughs) So it really just shifted the way I see myself professionally. Um, I'm not that shy little girl who hit at the back of the class. We've had this conversation many times where I'm like, I'm finally stepping into that leading lady role in my life. I was a quirky best friend for a lot of years and she's fun and she comes out occasionally. But in in the big moments of my life, I wanted to be the leading lady and I'm starting to embody that. Oh, Lisa, I love that so much. You're, you are the leading lady that we need in our lives. We really do leading lady of heart and compassion and understanding and just so much joy and liberation. Are there, is, are there anything you want to say to anyone who's like considering joining inner compass, especially because this summer we're going to be going through it live, just like we did last summer, anything you would say to someone who's on the fence or thinking about it? It's really, for me, it was those first baby steps to really discovering myself. So if you have ever worried that, a program, you're not going to keep up with the program. It's impossible not to. It's supposed to be at your own pace. And I think we get it in our head that if we don't hit every module, if we don't do every call that we're going to miss out on something, you're going to get what you are supposed to out of this program. Um, And some of it is what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. And it's a transformational step. I think it's just especially if you've been on this journey of self-discovery, if you've been on this and you just kind of feel like you're spinning your wheels and you're stuck and you don't know what to do next, this is what you do next. This is the program that is that next step so that you start to up-level because, you know, stuff is going to (laughs) happen and you're going to be amazed that at the end of the program, you're like, I did that. And the community aspect is something that 
cannot be overlooked as well because you need, it's not so much about accountability. I think it's just in this space, it just has to be that support. It has to be that knowledge that you are not in this alone and you don't have to do this alone. Because I think we get into this space where I'm just going to pull myself up by my bootstraps and do it myself. No, don't, (laughs) don't (laughs) save yourself the heartache and invest in yourself because this is a ripple effect, right? This is your pebble drop moment because you're going to drop this pebble, invest in yourself. And now the ripples it's yeah, it'll change you, but how you show up in your life is that ripple effect. And then you inspire that other person who you didn't know was keeping tabs on you. And this is how we affect real change is that we start this ripple effect with ourselves so that we show up in our lives, in our families, in our communities, in a whole way. Oh, Lisa, thank you. Thank you for that. Lisa, how can people find you and your work? I am mostly over on Instagram at Lisa Thruston. So find me over there. I'm doing all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, that's probably the best place for people to find me (laughs) because then you can catch all the other stuff. Yeah. Follow Lisa. She has a wonderful podcast. You can find it there. She does amazing reels. She has amazing date, like prompts for you to like, they're just, it's just a wonderful space that she's created over there on her Instagram page. So definitely check her out. Lisa, thank you so, so much for being in community with me. I am so grateful for you and so thankful that your work is really being magnified in the world. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me on. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Bye, love. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, love. There is still time to join us for Inner Compass, the course. This summer, I am teaching a virtual summer camp, which means that I will be guiding you through the work personally. The Inner Compass journey is all about learning how to reignite your purpose, breathe life into your dreams and goals, and to go after those dreams and goals in a way that is easy, sustainable, and efficient. So you get shit done, but it actually feels really good. Love, if you want to join us for this amazing experience this summer, to join me and the Inner Compass community, head to the show notes or wholehearted-coaching.com slash Inner Compass. I really hope that you'll join us. Until next week, I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this week's episode, please share it with a friend, comment, and rate this podcast. Until next week, See you later, love.